This is Twenties Inspired. I am on a mission to design my twenties around happiness and purpose through learnings from personal experiences, <laughs> books, podcasts, articles, and talks. I hope to inspire you to live a more happy and fulfilling life, according to you. Hello, hello, and welcome back to 20s Inspired. Taking risks in your 20s. Strap yourselves in. We are getting straight into it today. I am not here to encourage you to stay comfortable, to stay in the familiar, and to move through this decade taking things as they come, like a feather in the wind. <laughs> If you want a stable, cruisy decade without challenge, failures, learnings, and adventure, this is not the episode for you. I am here to encourage you to take calculated risks, to launch into the unknown, and to push yourself out of your comfort zone, to challenge yourself, to lean into what scares you most, but what's always on your mind. That annoying thing that your mind is tugging at you to do, to try, what you are perhaps dwelling on because acting on it involves a whole lot of uncertainty and change. To move to that new city by yourself, to solo travel, to launch that business idea or go down a path less traveled, to follow that dream and to create a life that you love. There will never be a better time than when you are young, naive, healthy, full of energy and can bounce back from failures as quickly than in your 20s. Naivety can be a wonderful tool, a tool that keeps dreams alive and can push us to go places and take risks without truly considering the consequences. There is something special about that. And that's not always going to last. So we have to make the most of our naivety while we can. As Oscar Wilde famously said, if you know what you want to be in life, you will inevitably become it. That is your punishment. If you never know, you will live a dynamic artistic life. That is your reward. I love this. If you don't know what you want to do or who you are meant to be, you can reinvent yourself. You can do and be many things. You can start over and have the opportunity to live many lives. You can spend a couple years going down one path and want to try something new and pivot without real consequence. Think of the skills that you will acquire over time and the networks that you'll develop on your path of discovery. So not knowing what you want to do or who you want to be is incredibly exciting. Now before we get into all the different ways of taking risks in your 20s, it's important to acknowledge that this is not to encourage you to be reckless and impulsive. It's to promote calculated and well thought out risks that involve more benefits than consequences. It's all about finding the balance between calculated risk taking and risk aversion. 
It's not about throwing stability and all logic out the window, but instead to embrace this time of our lives, to embrace the freedom that characterizes this decade, to embrace the uncertainty and challenges, pursue passions and to seize the opportunities that present themselves. So why should you take risks in your 20s? The freedom of fewer responsibilities. This is a precious time in our lives where we not only have the freedom of choice now after leaving school and leaving the education system, but we also have the freedom of time and limited responsibilities. Now, I don't say this for all, but I say this for many because, of course, everyone's circumstances are different. But for many of us, we have the opportunity to be selfish, to prioritize ourselves and how we want to live. I can at least speak for myself when I say that I have no kids, no mortgage, minimal financial responsibilities and the opportunity to design my life around how I want to live. Now, I completely acknowledge that this is a very privileged point of view and even being able to consider pursuing my dreams is a privilege. And I am incredibly grateful for that. So I think that if you're in the same position, we should make the most of it. Another reason to take risks in your 20s is there is time for trial and error. Time is on our side in our 20s. We have the time to try new things, to fail and make mistakes and still bounce back. It's a time where failures are lessons rather than setbacks. This is the time where we have minimal repercussions. I can't say that word. One of my best friends decided to leave her air hostess job and start up a new career in the fashion industry. So something completely different, completely unrelated. But that's the thing. We have the time in this decade to start over once we realize that the path we're going down isn't right for us. We can always start over and she has minimal repercussions for this. You know, she's got no family, minimal financial responsibilities and so much time. Time to correct her path. Another reason to take risks in your 20s is to eliminate the what ifs. So I know that this one sounds cliche and as much as you've heard it before, it is very relevant, okay? I do not want to live my life with any regrets, having not even tried going down that path. That would eat away at me. Use these years to try those things you've been wanting to do and if they don't work out, at least you know. At least you can say that you tried. You really threw yourself at it and it wasn't meant to be. This will allow you some peace in your later years knowing that you at least gave it a shot. I heard something on the High Performance Podcast this week, which I love by the way, great podcast. They said that the biggest waste is when your behaviours fail to match up to your ambition. When your behaviour and how you go about your dreams and goals, the effort that you apply fails to live up to your ambitions and your dreams. That is a waste. It made me think a lot. You can have all of these big dreams and high ambitions, but if you never truly give it a go, if you never truly apply yourself, you'll live your life never knowing what you could have done, who you could have been, and what you could have accomplished, what life you could have lived. 
So let's get into taking calculated career risks. So making important life decisions based on the appearance of your resume is a concept that I will refuse to accept. (laughs) Now I know what you may be thinking. Pivoting is terrible for the resume. It's best to play it safe and stick with a career path for at least a few years to gain loyalty. The working climate is undergoing some big changes. The millennial and Gen Z generation are reshaping the workforce and company expectations. Society is waking up to the fact that your career should work for you, not the other way around. Gone are the days where staying in a company for 40 years to prove your loyalty is normal. Welcome to the new working climate, my friends. (laughs) This is not just observation or opinion. Let me give you some stats to back up these real changes. So number one, job hopping. According to a survey conducted by Deloitte, millennials, which are those born between 1981 and 1996, tend to change jobs more frequently than previous generations. On average, millennials change jobs four times in their first decade after graduation. So in their 20s, they change jobs four times on average, compared to an average of two times in the Gen X generation, which is the generation above them. So the older generations were changing jobs half as much as the millennials. And we're now the Gen Z generation coming into the workforce. So I wonder how that's going to play out. Number two, entrepreneurship. So the rise in popularity of entrepreneurship is another change to the working climate. The Global Entrepreneurship Monitor reported that the percentage of early stage entrepreneurs in the 25 to 35 age group is rapidly increasing. Younger individuals are taking more risks in their 20s and early 30s. We are launching our own businesses and starting side hustles. This may be driven by our desire to design our own working schedule, have more work-life balance, although whether that one is achieved through entrepreneurship is very debatable, (laughs) to explore creativity and to create an opportunity for financial success. I think we are perhaps embracing the possibility of failure and are more open to taking risks for personal growth and development. That is why I believe there is an increase in entrepreneurship across the board in our younger generations. Another thing that is changing is the gig economy. We are seeing an increase in gig economy, which is characterized by short-term contracts and freelance work. So Upwork's Freelancing in America survey revealed that the number of freelancers in the US reached 59 million in 2020 accounting for 36% of the workforce. So in essence, our working priorities are changing. We are now moving towards a variety of work and looking to control and decide our working schedules. We are moving towards work-life balance and the idea that our careers should be working for us. We are not falling for the lie that we need to work in the same job for years and years to even be recognized for a promotion. We are seeking challenges and to grow as people, to expand our skills. And sure, Gen Z may be seen as an impatient generation, 
But perhaps instead we can be looked at as a generation of fast learners looking to upskill, grow quicker and perhaps use these skills to launch our own products and passion projects because (laughs) there is a rise in entrepreneurship. So it's like we are entering these companies, job hopping, learning more skills and using it for our own projects. And that's exciting. Now, not only am I here to tell you to take career risks in your 20s, but that it's becoming increasingly more accepted and normal. Remove the fear of your resume and instead look at pivoting when you need to as an opportunity to expand your skill set and network. Think about it this way. Staying at the same company for years and years will allow you to build loyalty with them, yes, But the one who pivots, however, will build a larger network, gain way more skills in different roles or industries and may even perhaps discover something that they're truly passionate about because they've had more experience in different industries. Now, this is not to say that you should pivot all the time, but perhaps to acknowledge the benefits of pivoting careers over staying in the same comfortable role because that's something that's not talked about enough in my opinion. So I'm giving it a lot of oomph in this podcast episode. So some of the benefits of pivoting include skill stacking. So building multiple skills that work in harmony together. Stephen Barlett from the Diary of a CEO introduced me to this idea that developing unique skills that can be used alongside each other sets you apart from everyone else. So he has his own podcast and huge social media company. His podcast is one of the most successful podcasts in the world and he has a huge social media presence. So he is great with public speaking and communications, but then he spent time to develop his social media skills and his marketing skills to then become incredible at speaking to millions of people on social media, gaining so much more traction in his businesses and to his podcast. So he spoke about the idea of getting experience in different industries and how it allows you to develop different skills that you can add to your skill stack. You are creating a unique skill set that may come in handy in the next path that you go down. So another thing is an expanded network. You will meet so many more people. You may have a higher earning potential. You will develop adaptability and resilience and will also experience different management styles. Now, of course, with anything in life, there will be challenges associated, like building a reputation in a new industry, dealing with changing environments, and of course, financial implications if it doesn't go well or doesn't go to plan. But in our 20s, this is the time to bounce back. I think looking at what you value most and making decisions based on what you value in your 20s is the best way to go about it. But what I'm trying to get across is that if you were perhaps worried about pivoting and seeing it as a weakness, it's not. It's not a failure. So a perfect example of this would be my brother. He recently had an important career decision to make and it was either to stay in a large corporate company for years until he gains a promotion, prioritizing loyalty or to pivot for a small startup company, take on many more responsibilities, gain a huge promotion and throw himself in the deep end. Of course, this would mean taking the risky path. You know, it's a startup. A lot could go wrong. 
but a lot could also go right. My parents have done well in their time and are of the classic perspective that company loyalty and the stability provided by large companies is superior. And of course, in their day and age, it was. But my brother, however, being a part of the Gen Z generation, has different work priorities. He was of the opinion that the risk is worth the personal growth. It's worth the learnings, the possible failures and the network growth. He's in his mid-twenties with no obligations. He lives at home. He has no kids, very minimal financial responsibilities. He practically had nothing to lose. (laughs) I see it as a win or learn situation. So we are changing the working climate and companies will have to try harder than loyalty benefits to keep us interested. And I think it's about time. Now let's get into side hustles and passion projects because that is the definition of taking risks in your 20s. We are seeing a rise in entrepreneurship for so many reasons and with this comes the rise of the passion project. The 20s are the perfect time to launch something, to learn new skills and to try make something of your passions. If it works out, you might have just created your career around your passion and could find a real purpose in life. Something that lights you up, adds a fire to your belly and I don't think there's anything better than that. If you have an idea or if there is something that you're wanting to try, something that you're wanting to share, now is the time. I encourage you to take that leap to overcome your fear of judgment because a lovely reality that we all need to face is that no one is really watching you as closely as you may think. Everyone is busy worrying about their own lives and what people are thinking of them. They're worrying about their own purpose, their own relationships, their own successes. Sure, they may look at you and think, "Mm, that's probably not for me, and then they'll move on. Whereas you're stuck there not achieving your dreams because you're worried about them. I always think that starting small towards something with the idea that it may take years and years to develop is so much better than never even giving it a go. Now, taking risks in your 20s does extend well beyond career endeavors and passion projects. The 20s are a time to explore, to travel, to meet new people and see new cultures, gain perspectives and experience what the world has to offer. Of course, we all knew it was coming. This is where traveling comes in. There is so much to learn from the world and from life experience. I think we all need to experience solo travel at one point in our lives. Solo travel can be incredibly challenging. (laughs) Let's not sugarcoat it. But at the same time, incredibly rewarding. I think it's empowering to know that you are self-reliant, independent and can get yourself from A to B and make things happen. It builds self-confidence. It builds life confidence. Now, I do say this one with caution, of course. Taking risks, traveling and going solo should absolutely be a planned and calculated endeavor, especially if you are a woman. I am not saying that risk taking is to book a one-way flight to India with no plan and off you go. I lived in India for seven years and that would be the worst plan possible. Do not do that, please. The type of risk taking I'm talking about does not involve risking safety, but risking comfortability. 
Types of solo travel can involve backpacking, which is my personal favorite, working abroad, studying abroad, or volunteering abroad. Now, most of these do involve a plan, but still fit under the title of solo travel. Even moving abroad for a couple of months is a great one. Leaving your hometown and moving to a new city or destination is a risk that I would like to talk about (laughs) because it can have so many benefits. You learn so much about yourself and what you actually need to feel fulfilled in life when you leave your hometown, when you start from scratch. You have the complete opportunity to design your life, to fill your week with commitments that are perfectly in line with you. You can really focus on meeting the right people as well, on adjusting your environment and seeing who you actually click with. Because I think when you stay in your hometown, you stay with what you've been brought up to know. What you've been told is who you are. Whereas when you step out of that, you experience so much all at once and you actually learn who you really are. You may even meet the one. (laughs) The possibilities are endless. Now, of course, moving out of your hometown and moving to a new city is labeled as a risk because with any great opportunity or change comes potential downsides as well. Leaving home can make you homesick and there is the potential for it to not work out or not work how you were expecting it to. That in itself, however, is such an opportunity for personal growth Not everything can go our way all the time. I moved to a new city. I moved to Brisbane from Sydney. And as much as I loved it, of course it has its challenges. And I can do a whole separate episode on the experiences that I actually had, the benefits I experienced and the challenges I experienced because there were. But you learn the most about yourselves in those situations Now, if that does happen, and that is by definition the worst case scenario, (laughs) your hometown is always waiting, likely to be the exact same as when you left it. So personally, I do not see the downside of moving to a new city by yourself. You can always go back to home, but you can't always gain that time and that freedom to do that experience than in your 20s. So taking risks in your 20s and taking opportunities, trying new things, in my opinion, is the pursuit of personal fulfillment. It is the pursuit of happiness. It's allowing yourself to discover what you truly love, what you truly want in life, to give the 20s everything you've got and to leave no stones unturned. That's my definition of a decade well spent. Thank you so much for listening today. This is the end of the episode. I would love to hear your thoughts. So please slide into my Instagram. It is 20s inspired or lowercase. If you could do me a massive, massive favor and give us a follow if you are on Spotify or subscribe if you're on Apple Podcasts. And if you could leave a five-star rating if you enjoyed it, that would massively, massively help me. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Talk to you next week. Bye.